Welcome to another Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we are going to be talking all about our first impressions of the Festival of the Damned. And if you're wondering why I'm saying we, that's because I have none other than Super PAC CJ Chris Johnson from over from Player One Podcast joining me this week to discuss all the things Festival of Giving and more. So let's get into it. Ahoy there, Pirates. Before we get started, I have to take care of the Patreon callouts because they take care of me, and that's important to me, and it means a lot. So I wanted to thank, of course, Chateau Lumpy SRQ, who's new to the Patreon, Regis Stella, El Jefe Esteban, Big Bad Pad, Cosmic Johnson, CJ Super Pack from the Player One Podcast, Davram TV from the Pirate Talk Radio, as well as uh, Greg from Greg. So thank you, all of you. If you guys have any questions, concerns about the podcast, feel free to head over to the Sea of Thieves uh, podcast is you can or the Patreon. If you guys want to get there, you can go to patreon.com forward slash keelhaul podcast to support me. You get call outs, you get channels, you get ad free uh, episodes. So if you don't enjoy the ad break in the middle of the episode, I apologize. It's a way for me to get news to you as far as like getting ads out there and whatnot. But if you're listening to this in your Patreon, you have no clue what those ads are. So you, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully you're enjoying this. Otherwise, thank you, pirates. I love you, and let's get on with the show. I don't know anymore. I give up. I give up trying to understand technology. CJ, how you doing? Yeah. How's everything going? I am doing great. That's good. How are you? It's I'm Logan. I'm doing great. It's the festival of giving, and it is. there's there's a lot to go over. But first and foremost, like you you've been playing this this update since it came out for the most part. Mm-hmm. I have not. I I have I mentioned this last episode. I I was very honest with everyone. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I knew I was going to have to dump a lot of time into Cyberpunk for the other podcasts that I do. And yeah, because I figured you know this is going to be first impressions. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to get spoiled if we talk about something. But I also want to make sure that I'm I know what the hell I'm talking about. And if anyone has been following the games industry at all, there's been a little contention out there in the whole world about uh how what cyberpunk uh was expected to be versus what it ended up being and if people are happy with that but i I, i've got about 20 hours into cyberpunk and and boy i am i am i'm ready to uh to to put the controller down and (laughs) kind of relax and not not have my brain think about anything for a little bit but um it is funny though you talk about expectations of a game versus the reality i feel like that's very much a parallel with sea of thieves back in 2018 when that came out people's uh image of what they wanted the game to be versus what it was at the time and of course what it is now yeah (laughs) very similar uh to cyberpunk's uh reception that's by some really it's a very honest appraisal, honestly, because we we really did see a lot of the industry be like, well, this isn't the game I thought. I was expecting Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and now you're telling me that Pixar is going to be holding my hand a treasure on a map? Nah, nah, I don't want that. Um, which is funny because we come into this update and we're closing in on on three years with the game at this point, and there's so much going on in just this update alone that I am, I am, I can't wait to actually get to take a break from cyberpunk 
and jump back into Sea of Thieves to be able to have some fun with this because it's it's uh this just looks like it's a, a whole handful of fun. So I did get to play a little bit this Saturday uh with the uh, Mina and Big Bad Pad and uh Dub Dub Goose, a whole bunch of uh, folks from the community. And as we were kind of going there, they did a lot of the work and I sat around in menus a lot of the time, just kind of reading <laughs> through the events tab because man, there is a ton of stuff. So um, overall impressions from the start, how are you feeling about the festival of giving? I think this is the best holiday update they've had in the three years uh, of, of, holiday updates uh you know normally it was just the gilded voyages last year we had the uh the humble gifts and uh this year uh, it, it's even more to do on the seas still in in that whole uh spirit of giving but yeah it's it's a lot to do a lot to digest and a lot that uh, kind of help give you direction when you start out at an outpost yeah yeah i agree a lot to choose from and it, it's it, the thing that I think rubbed people the wrong way last time. And what I was kind of worried about this, this season was the gifts, uh, the festival of giving mm -hmm. last year introduced the humble and, uh, and, and the, oh gosh, what was the other one? It was the humble gift and the precious gift. No, I can't remember what the other one was called, but yeah. We, I don't remember it either. Yeah, I don't know why that's escaping. <laughs> it's such a dumb thing to forget. Um, so, but yeah, festival of giving. I know people listening listening are probably already got it for <laughs> me. So I, I'm glad you guys remember. I appreciate that. And you know, generous gift, generous gift. Good on you. Um, Humble gift, generous. Gift. Once once I deciphered all the skeleton ruins, I totally blanked out what the heck those things were even called, and just called them gifts because that's what the skeleton ruins always said uh yeah so but this this season we still have humble and generous gifts although i've only ever seen humble gifts from the voyages that we get but you don't have to those are not the way that you actually earn credit for giving things and i think that is hands down the the best change they could have possibly have made um because we don't have we don't have the reaper's hideout the way it used to be with uh the mysterious stranger wanda and the table where people would have to go and go there, actually pick them up and turn them in. Um, now it's just anything. It doesn't matter necessarily what it is. And it's and it's 50 total as opposed to like 50 gifts for you and 50 gifts for other people or whatever the, the godforsaken number it was last year. And I think that really, right. it, it, that, is, that is what I think really makes a difference. Because when it was just the the humble gifts it felt like it was kind of a lore tie-in it felt like you know you were doing something that was a little shady and it was benefiting the mysterious stranger this time it feels more like you're actually trying to contribute to other people's wealth other people's reputations and, and actually trying to give them an opportunity to to get some treasure that they may not be expecting um this go round. yeah and I, and I think that's a lot better of a feeling when i'm out and about yeah, I completely agree. And also, I think it gives you more options in terms of player encounters. You know, like oftentimes with the humble and generous gifts, you'd have those at the end of your journey. You'd be like, oh, man, I got to go to the the Reaper hideout or the Uncharted Island at the time and uh, and turn this in. Like, it's kind of a pain to haul halfway across the map and do that or expect 
another crew to do that versus now you can basically go to any outpost or any any crew that's in any any area of the seas and give them treasure it just feels like it's a lot more open of an option to bring players together and that you know is something that rare always wants to do with the game but uh, i feel like this year especially it's, it's going to achieve that more readily for more players yeah and and they don't you do, you don't have to have an explanation behind it too yes it's like everybody knows that treasure goes to the outpost versus giving the humble and generous gifts you'd be like okay with this you have to take it to this uncharted island that is here and i don't even remember if it was on the map last year or not no i don't think so can't i can't remember yeah i don't no. think it was like take it to this point it's like a new player would just look at you like what the hell yeah <laughs> you trying to explain it's like trying to get people to put up the offer alliance flag it's just like sometimes it's a losing battle uh whereas this is just so much easier and i i think and hope and and know from my experience already that uh, it's gonna be a lot easier to achieve yeah yeah and i and i think that is the the key thing there is is what you said is there's no there's not really any education around um this this type of an event like you don't have to teach people and that that makes so much more of a difference as opposed to last year where, where most of the people generally either had to get two ships on a server to trade with friends or you had to mm-hmm. hijack a ship sail them over to the island and actually hand them the uh the actual like item and then hope that they were smart enough to figure out like oh I get it. I have to actually hand this to the to the person that's right in front of me. It's like, yes, yes, thank you. Yes. That's I just need you to take the <laughs> take it from me and hand it to her. That counts. And <laughs> getting them to do yeah. that was not always, especially if they weren't in game chat or they weren't on PC. PC it was a little bit easier because you could hear both party chats. But if they were in a party chat and you didn't have text type in for your for your console. There was no way to express like, please take this off me and hand it to her. There's just like, right. there's no good way to do it. So it was really. <laughs> and because it looks so much different than any of the other treasure, it's like, what do I do with this? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was really a real test of patience uh, <laughs> last year yes. when we had to go through this. Um, so I'm really happy to see that, that just that fundamental change with the gift of giving uh, or with the festival of giving and, and how that actually uh, like actually works out for other people um, being able to understand what the heck we're even talking about yeah. when, when we're asking people to do this stuff. Um, and that it's a say, completely separate. So there's the 12 deeds of giving uh goals and then there's also the giving uh pieces of treasure to another crew and having them cash it in it's separate Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's easier for people to understand and sort of differentiate the two things yeah yeah and that's that's great too I, i absolutely love that there's multiple ways to actually play through this so um on top of the the normal bilge rat voyages uh, that we're getting, which right now it looks like they are for the different seas. Uh, like you've mm-hmm. got the, the ancients, uh, the shores of plenty, the, the, uh, the wilds. And is there a roar one? Cause I haven't seen a roar voyage for, for this. Uh, I don't know actually. So you can pick up free voyages from Lorena. 
Um, she will send you out, do a bunch of digging. The cool thing that I found out about these voyages is I was, I was sitting in menus while other people were doing the hard work uh, yesterday was that these voyages actually give you chests of rage, ash and wind skulls. So if you've been out there and you're like me and you're waiting for uh, rare to nerf the hell out of ash and winds so that you could actually feasibly do it and get the skull to burn skeleton ships to get credit for that. Um, this is going to be a much easier way of actually getting those. And I think these actually, these voyages actually tie better into the, uh, the grog many mane. I have no clue. This is grog mane. Grog mane. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know. Uh, I'm not familiar with this apparent Scottish holiday. Yes. <laughs> this is really fun. Yeah. So we, we found out <laughs> thanks to some of the folks in, uh, in the Keelhauld podcast that, uh, apparently there is a Scottish holiday tied into new year's Eve, uh, which is kind of what you would expect of anything. I guess, I guess the, the Scottish do when it comes to celebrating, and this kind of ties into that with the Grog Manet. So at the beginning of the year, you're going to have uh, explosions and they're going to celebrate the event um, in January with explosive challenges, which right there takes me right back to uh, to, to the old days of, of Bilge Rat Adventures and and uh, skeleton <laughs> kegs and and having to figure out how to how to run away from those and deal with those and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But there's a bunch of rewards tied into that. Um, before we get into that, did you want to, uh, dive into the, the 12 deeds of giving? Cause this is kind of the, the, the big deal right now. Like this is the thing everyone's kind of jumping on every day to really, yeah. really play. So, um, if you, if you guys aren't aware, uh, there's actually the 12 deeds of giving and it's, <laughs> it's a song it's, it's, uh, the 12 days of Christmas, but with a, a sea of thieves twist on it. Um, I'm hunting really hard i should honestly you know what i should do i should just i've got the list you up. got the list i was gonna go to rare yes yeah. um and <laughs> and just crib off of their hard work because i've been so steeped in <laughs> so steeped in freaking cyberpunk um oh my gosh <laughs> so i i it, it, I'm, I'm i'm telling you man i've spent so much time so um did you want to list off a couple of the first ones that we've been working on and I'll, and I'll jump in. Sure. Yeah. So 12 chickens drumming. This is delivering 12 cooked chickens to the hunter's call. 11 cannons cursing. This is striking other ships with a grand total of 11 cursed cannonballs while flying the Reaper's Mark flag. 10 legends searching. This is finding and interacting with 10 of Umbra's immortalizations on the Sea of Thieves. Uh, and plenty of islands, especially outposts, have multiples uh, on them. So it's, uh, it's not too hard to do this one. Nine skellies slain. That's killing nine skeleton captains during uh, bounty voyages from the Order of Souls. Now that that Eight. that one was the one that I think. So and, and maybe you can tell me otherwise. But when I was sailing yesterday, um, folks were saying that this actually had to have skeleton captain, actual captain in the name of the skeleton. For really, for oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So that was yeah because. The caveat that I found out. Yeah, we were doing this one, and I thought we had done more than nine, but uh, it the the counter said we hadn't, so maybe that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. 
we just did order of souls missions until it was uh until it was finished that's interesting that's funny yeah so from what i understand um if you do an order of souls it doesn't matter where the order of souls comes from i think it can even count as a emergent skeleton captains but the the, the uh-huh. skeleton captains themselves have to have the title captain captain oh hmm. which that could could very well be yeah if if that's the case that's awesome because that means that people are going to be burning through skeleton voyages and trying to find skeleton captains if anyone has run into my skeleton captain please for the love of everything you know reapers reapers bones oriented let me know because i i cannot (laughs) find my skeleton i still look every time that i get an order of souls mission. I yeah. look at the names of the captains. I've, you know, I still have yet to see my oh skeleton. My. I don't know if he's in there. I don't know. I, I haven't seen anyone with a recent, a recent photo that, that proves that he's still in the game. But yeah, if you're, if you're out there and you're working on these and we've, we've been kind of going over the 12 days of, of, uh, of <laughs> this event or the, the 12 deeds of, of, um, uh, giving, giving, gosh, I don't know. Words are hard. Um, but th- this is Agreed. each, each one unlocks every day. So you might be thinking, Oh, That's well, right. I only have to, you know, you go out and, and do one. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. It's opening up every, every day. There's a, a new thing. So, um, up until the 20th of December. Yes. And so, okay, so we've got the nine skelly slang. Uh, did you want yes. to jump in with the, the, the eights and sevens? With more? Sure. Eight quests embarking. That's just eight voyages of any kind. Seven outposts outing. That's setting foot on all the outposts across the Sea of Thieves. Six ships a-sinking. That's uh, sinking six enemy ships. Either I assume that means either player or skeleton. I'm I'm checking on Rare Thief and shout out to Rare Thief for for uh, putting out a really awesome guide. If you guys don't know, uh, definitely head over to RareThief.com to, to search theirs. Theirs does mention that skeleton ships will not count for this one. Um, really? Oh, mm. so sounds like okay. you might have to go out sinking other crews. This one might be trouble for for some folks that aren't as strong in the PvP aspect of the game. So that's a good point. That's a the, good point. The thing I'm I'm interested about is if this is good for adventure or for arena because arena is still an option and i'm sure if you go into a sloop crew or galleon crew there's a good chance that you might actually be able to sink six ships after a few matches yeah hopefully yeah but it means yeah after december 15th the seas might be a little more aggressive than normal definitely (laughs) with this one out there uh, then we got five stolen th- uh, things. things. <laughs> things. They really, yeah. they really wanted to lean into that song, the five golden <laughs> they really rings. Did. Yeah, hand in five chests that have been taken from another crew. Four hauling booms. That's successfully turning in four gunpowder bar- barrels to the Merchant Alliance. Which it- three fresh hens. Oh, do you want to say something about the booms? Yeah, just to just to, to point out that it does specify that it does have to be Merchant Alliance. Um, a lot of folks can't. You can turn them into to Reaper's Bones, but this is this and the three fresh hens 
specifically mentioned that you do have to turn these into the Merchant Alliance. So just to Merchant Alliance. be aware of that when you guys are out there. Right. Three fresh hens is catching and successfully handing in three living chickens to the Merchant Alliance. Do we two total? Do we know if the if the chickens have to be part of a voyage, or that you can just get the get the actual chat or uh, crates off of a outpost? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I imagine you'll want to put down a Merchant Alliance voyage and get the crates, because otherwise you're dependent on finding the crates washed up on on islands, and that's it's a lot tougher. Not a very reliable way to get those. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, uh, two total dives. That's finding and handing in two shipwrecked treasure chests to the gold hoarders. And a monster is the, <laughs> is the sick, is the almost, or this is the last one. Yeah. This is the last one. Okay. Uh, that rose from the sea. So, you and your crew must feed either a megalodon or a kraken. Which is, that's actually not too, too hard of a thing because those are going to, pop on no. you just about any time uh but in this case you're gonna actually have to wait for that day to unlock on the on the 20th which i think is what that'll be right uh for people to actually do that and you know we were talking about it and the the thing that's great about this is y- you'd said it uh before we started recording or before i started recording that these are things that will help get you off the outpost um one, yeah. one of the huge problems that I think a lot of people have with Sea of Thieves is when they get on, they just don't know what to do. They 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 have a bunch of voyages, but everyone's just like, what should we do? And then by the time you get off the outpost, you get distracted by a bunch of other stuff and it doesn't really matter. But it's always that kind of like that uh, per- paralysis that you run into when you have so many options and you're just like, ah, I don't really know what I want to do when I get out here. I kind of just want to see how things go, especially given the server. So this is a great way for folks to have a day-by-day plan. You get 12 different things throughout this event, and it goes till the 20th of January, if I recall. So That's correct. it'll, It'll fully unlock by the 20th of December. And after that, you've got an entire month to start working on these. So even the stuff where you you might be thinking to yourself like, oh, this is going to be a real, this is going to be a hard one for me to do. Take it a little, little, a little at a time. You know, sinking six ships could be hard if you're trying to do it all in one day. Expect that you don't have to do it all in one day. Expect that you can do it over the next month and a half, and it'll feel less stressful uh, as you kind of work towards it. And the more you log on, obviously, the more time you'll have to do that. But also try to pair up some of these as well, too. So, yeah, you have to hit a, you have to hit an enemy crew with 11 cursed cannonballs on their ship. But that's going to help you if you you plan out, you know, encounters and you actually sink a ship, then boom, you not only were you able to work on the 11 cannons cursing, but you're also uh able to work on the six uh ships of sinking. And just yep. try to think of it like that as opposed to oh, I have to spend all day trying to hunt down people and I can't find any cursed cannonballs. This sucks. You know, try to try to think of it as a, a bigger macro adventure as opposed to, uh, you know, micro adventures, unless it's something like grab three chickens. You know, that's yeah. that's easy enough. Um, but you can kind of pl- uh, chart out a course if you wanted to um, looking at a site like Rare Thief or looking at the map 
to seeing like what animals are on what island and uh you know putting down a merchant alliance quest to get chickens and then also um you know killing a few of them along the way and cooking them up so that you could do the uh hunter's call turn in and uh you know going around to the different outposts like you can really sort of do a full world tour just based on mm. the goals that are in uh in this especially with uh one of them being the the you know the seven outposts setting or, or you know where you have to go sailing around that's a great opportunity yeah. for you to be able to to head out and actually work on some of these specifically to uh to to you know pick up a merchant voyage for uh you know chickens uh, but before you do that hey why why not go out and grab a, a a cargo quest and pick up the cargo from the the outpost and then throw that on your ship and then go out and do some some chicken hunting as well too you know like you've or stop by a fort and grab uh, the gunpowder barrels and hopefully you'll find some cursed cannonballs in in those barrels at, at a fort yeah yeah so and uh yeah really try to you know think think broadly about all the things that you're going to have to do and, and if you guys haven't seen out there there's so many folks on reddit and twitter and instagram that are, are building up these beautiful little uh, uh infographics to kind of help guide people as far as like you know what what you've got what you need to worry about and and you know how to optimize your time if you don't have a whole lot of time to be able to go out onto the actual seas um makes it yeah. makes a huge difference especially if you you know rare thief again a great way to to have a guide like you mentioned for for being able to do multiple things at once um mm-hmm. on top of that though that's that's just one part of that um let's talk about the uh the 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 actual twitch drops for the frozen horizon gear because this was this was something that actually came as a huge surprise to me i figured we were going to be getting content for the game i wasn't expecting them to have uh three weeks of twitch drops and that's that is insane this is essentially an entire cosmetic set from hair to mm-hmm. hooks to belts uh to to uh eye patches everything that you can wear is going to be made available through a twitch drop for this frozen horizon uh set which it always makes me think of horizon zero dawn and monster hunter <laughs> like it's just a, a it's a word salad of things that that mean nothing but is associated with a cosmetic set but um first impressions what did you think of the actual set itself oh, i thought it looked great i i immediately when uh they revealed this twitch drop thing i set a reminder on my phone every day <laughs> to watch a stream for 20 minutes and get each piece because i think this is a set that i'm going to want to have just because it's it's wintry and uh it looks it looks really nice yeah yeah they did a great One job of the better cosmetic sets it's not a costume by itself yes that i think is the huge thing is is that it looks like a costume but it's actually not it actually is just a full set of clothing and they they went the whole the whole gambit they did the and hair yeah they did the hair they did the eye patch the belt the hook everything and I think that's kind of what people want from the costumes, honestly. Like one of the biggest requests was that the costumes were great, 
but they wanted the costumes broken up into pieces because they wanted to have uh, the ability to mix and match this stuff. So um, if folks don't know how to get this, uh, Twitch Drops is available for free. All you have to do is go to cdthieves.com, uh, look up Twitch Drops or, or search for um, to, to how to be able to set this up so that if you want to, to get these, you just make sure that your Microsoft account and your Twitch account are linked. And once they're linked, all you have to do is look for a Twitch streamer um, who has, they, they typically have like drops enabled in the title. They want to make sure that they're, they're promoting that. Um, I've been watching the longest John's gaming, uh, recently. Um, but there's a ton of folks out there, depending on when you're watching who will have this enabled and all you have to do is 20 minutes and you're all set to go. Um, you have to claim the Twitch drops in the Twitch drops, uh, section of Twitch's website, which is just go to your profile, open that up. You'll see a, a thing in there that'll see like, Hey, here's a, here's your drops. And you go in there and it has a little button, click claim. And it will automatically show up in your inventory, uh, though may not be right away. So if you know, it doesn't show up the instant you click claim, like you know, chill, chill. You're getting some, you're getting some <laughs> chill, fr- frozen like, gear, like the cosmetics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I was really loving this. It started on Friday the 11th, so I'm hoping that folks listening to this have already been up on it. It goes Monday or it goes Friday through Tuesday uh, each week. So this week it was the 11th through the 15th next week it'll be the 18th through the 22nd and then the last week it'll be january 2nd through uh january 6th um and i i just i'm excited for these i think they're some of the best looking gear i love that they're broken up into pieces i'm fine watching 20 minutes or having having a tab open on the side where it's you know like you just that's that's you know you got them in the background while you're watching it and or you know on your phone it's real easy to just you know open twitch on your phone you know mute it if you're not going to watch it and then just have the to have the phone going for 20 minutes on the charger or something like that um yeah just do 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 exactly what cj did set a reminder because <laughs> because otherwise because <laughs> you might forget yeah, th- three weeks in you're gonna be like oh crap I forgot this day. I didn't watch for thirty for twenty minutes, killing me here. And then you didn't get the jacket or something oh, like man. important. <laughs> and it and it would be that too. It would be something like a big yeah. part of it. And you're like walking around in your makeshift, like your your <laughs> your cosplay version <laughs> of the Frozen Horizon jacket because you missed out on yeah. the one day. Um, but <laughs> talking about some of the other cosmetics we did actually get some uh, we got a whole bunch of cosmetics uh in through the emporium but the one that we did get yeah. in game that uh wasn't tied to anything was probably the coolest figurehead i think i've ever seen uh this agreed this figurehead <laughs> pretty much takes the cake where i i've been religious religiously loyal to my spinal figurehead. I absolutely love my spinal <laughs> figurehead. I, I talk about it all the time. It's the only one that goes on my ship and I absolutely love it. We got, we got the, 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 the actual little, uh, I don't even know what, what did we, what did they call them in the actual game? Cause they just look like pill people to me, but they do. Yeah. In the game, they're called the figurehead of the first crew. Okay. So they didn't, they didn't specify. They didn't, 
They didn't specify what it is. So if you don't even if you don't know the development history of Sea of Thieves, you might not know exactly uh, the history behind this. But when Sea of Thieves started development, they used Unity and they put together a, real, a really rough framework for how the game was going to work. <laughs> and they used these sort of bean-looking characters. Kind of look like Fall Guys characters. They really did. They looked like beans. And uh, it looked like exactly like the figurehead of the first crew, like very cartoony with uh, mustaches. And uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so that has now been immortalized in the game through this figurehead, which uh, is a, the most expensive figurehead in the game over 3 million gold to buy it. Well, that was, uh, that's the funny Easter egg, isn't it? Cause it's, it's yeah. 3 million, uh, uh, 18 gold, which if you something like that, if, yeah, well, it's yeah. the date of the game's launch March, that's March right. 20th, yeah. 2018. So yeah, it's, and I love that because the the date while it's a really expensive is a very important date for a lot of us fans of the game who were there day one and are still there you know and it mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are like i even saw some people who were like well why is it that much that's such a weird number and it's like that's a special number we we, we keep that number right. close to our heart <laughs> but uh it's my new favorite figurehead as well uh i usually bounce between a couple of different ones my previous favorite was i think the gold hoarder figurehead that they gave away for <laughs> turning in 200 ruby splash tails uh that was a great figurehead oh my gosh uh but i love this one even more like uh, i think i'll use this one all the time yeah yeah it's great if, if you haven't seen it in game folks um definitely make sure to go check it out it's essentially three giant barrels painted white and they they have these big kind of uh, cylindrical pop out eyes and like painted on lips and mustaches. And they have wood planks uh, tacked onto the side of the barrel so that they hold up like a sword or a lantern. Sword. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love it because it's it's so simple. But, you know, if in, in the world where we see the Unity engine prototype for, for the game and how it works, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They just roughed out a bunch of stuff uh, to give, uh, you know, something, some sort of body to look at while people are playing the game to test out if it's fun or not. But to see this realized in Sea of Thieves as like actual barrels that are worn and it's it's just, it's great. <laughs> it's They did such an awesome job and kudos to them for for, you know, being able to take the history of where the game was and actually have that represented in a fun way in Sea of Thieves that that makes sense. Uh, I just absolutely, I just absolutely love this. Um, And me too. I I did see some comments that, oh, it's breaking the immersion of my pirate fantasy. And it's like, well, if this is the first figurehead that's breaking your immersion, have you not seen all the other figureheads that are basically like, single games right exactly i think that ship that ship has sailed so to speak uh and i am all for it i'm all for it. break my immersion break my pirate immersion give me cool figure ads i'm fine you have you're you're they're totally fine with the ruby splash tail king costume that turns you into a mermaid that's fine but that's fine god forbid you tack a few barrels onto the front of your ship with some painted faces <laughs> on it that's breaking the immersion it doesn't break your <laughs> exactly. immersion that's such a stupid comment 
It, <laughs> if you don't know the reference, then it's just a bunch of barrels and it doesn't make any sense. And it's just silly looking. Right. If you know the reference, exactly. that's why it breaks the immersion. Cause you know, the reference, <sighs> God, yes. Boy there, pirates. I hope you're all having a great time. This week, I wanted to push you over to audiobooks.com. With the link and the code in the show notes, you can make sure that you can get your first three books from audiobooks.com for free. Two that I would recommend right now. Hey, go pick up Ready Player Two. Listen to it. Let me know what you think. If you loved the first one, I would love to get some thoughts on the second one because I have uh, only one other person I know that I can talk with about this. The other book that I would recommend is Dune. Uh, there is a, a film coming out soon and I'm looking forward to it, but you may not actually know the actual story of Dune. So if you get an opportunity and want to take some time, head over there to audiobooks.com with uh, the link in the show notes and uh, any code or affiliate and sign up try out the first three books for free and they can be VI books, VIP books if you want to. So let me know what you think. Thanks. Bye. Anyway. Um, so I, I, I mean, I feel like we've, we've been talking a lot. I, we haven't even really scraped like what's going on. No, cause there's so much going on with this I update. Know. There's so many things. Uh, the pirate emporium stuff that I bought immediately. Of course, the frozen oh horizon. Ship, okay. So let's get into the that. weapons and the bone chiller costume. Let's let's bought those. Immediately. Let's jump into. So, okay. So yeah, pirate emporiums out now. Holy crap. Is this stuff amazing looking like I was looking at it and I was like, God, yeah, I'm going to have to spend some money. <laughs> I'm going to have to spend some money. I've been really good lately and I've been holding off, but the frozen horizon ship collection is just so cool. It's, it's great. It really makes you want an ice biome, man. Like it just, it's yeah. awesome. So if you, if you guys haven't seen this, this ship is just gorgeous looking. It has all of the, all of the awesome, uh, like different pieces of, of ship that are frozen over every, like the helm is frozen over the, the, the figurehead is just a giant, a giant glacial mass. And <laughs> the, the, oh yeah. God, the, the figurehead, the, the collector's figurehead, where it has like the 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 steam coming off of it, because uh, it looks like it's so like it's like it's dry ice, like it's insane. It just looks so good, um, but that's thirty bucks. So you know, <laughs> you're gonna be understandable if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. Plunk down the money. For it's it. it's holiday season. Every you know. This would be a good time for someone to be like, hey, I heard you like Sea of Thieves. I bought you this this uh, this, this uh, currency uh, for, for, <laughs> for you if you wanted to be able to, to buy something in the Emporium. This would be a great way to, to show some love to a, a loved one if they wanted this. But yeah, the cannons are amazing. The sails are amazing. Um, and pets. We got Glacial Pets, which... Glacial Curse. Yeah. It looks amazing. These these pets like I I was not a huge fan of the uh, of the the cursed heart one because I'm like oh cool an exposed rib cage with a beating heart <laughs> that's that's a little freaky yeah that's good for kids um but these are just like big old ice kitties and ice puppies and oh they're so adorable yeah. I, I actually really love they these. are adorable um yeah me too did you want to touch on the 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 I don't know what they call it but I call it the Krampus costume. That we got in the bone chiller costume. Yes. 
There it is. <laughs> it's just a big old skeleton costume. Skeleton, skeleton Santa. Yes. Sort of looking costume uh, with with horns on the top of your head. And uh, yeah, you're fully transformed into a skeleton for the first first time in the game. Yeah, First time in the game. We've been asking for, for a skeleton curse forever. And when the curses came out, we're like, sweet. Now you guys have a way to affect your character. And we've been wanting a skeleton. This is the first instance of us actually having a way to become like a skeleton skeleton. The caveat is, yeah. is that you're going to be a skeleton in a holiday getup the whole time. Well, you're dressing as a fabled skeleton lord who punishes selfish pirates during the festival of giving, according to the description. Fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually... This is one I bought immediately. Yes. And I think every, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people uh, complain that a lot of folks are dressed in this costume now. And yeah, I am as well. I think it looks great. Well, gosh darn it. If it, Again, if, if you're going to get upset about this, then why weren't you upset during the Ruby Splash Tail f- f- uh, debacle? <laughs> like, w- Well, not everybody. Uh, everybody bought that. So you didn't see a ton of those on the seas. True, true. Right. This just proves that it, it depends on what they make. If they make something like this, which fits well and with the lore, it makes sense. And it has that kind of shock value to it. Then it's like, cool. Yeah, I absolutely love this. The The Ruby Monarch thing, I just didn't think really hit with people. I think I think the Ruby Splashtail thing was a was a fun kind of meme when when it was going on but it definitely didn't fit in with any of the content that they were releasing at the time this fits into the content this this buys into the into the holiday uh thing that's going on with with the the festival of giving right now and it makes sense um i have it doesn't and also uh, the other thing is that so you have the the frozen horizon costume with twitch drops that you can get for free and then also there's this paid bone chiller costume that you can buy through the Pirate Emporium. I think it's important that, you know, a seasonal cosmetic like this, they're really giving you two ways to get that kind of content on your pirate. And I appreciate that for sure. Yeah, I, I will. I will say that the the one drawback to this is that these are definitely parts of marketing because one is driving engagement, one is driving uh, microtransactions and that. Yes. As far as I can tell, uh, I have not seen any new costumes come to the game through normal means uh, of just being able to purchase them as a gold sink um, outside of the figurehead. Right. Uh, everything else that you can pick up this event from what I've seen is all either earned through the Emporium, through Twitch drops, or through completing uh, events um, like the, the 12 Days of Giving. Those rewards, um, from what I recall, those are all gold hoarder equipment items. So as long as you guys are working mm-hmm. towards the the 12 days of giving, uh, you'll be able to unlock gold hoarder versions, uh, the really nice gold hoarder versions of the spyglass, the tankard, uh, the the uh, shovel, things like that. And actually, I don't know if the shovel's in there. I could be wrong about that. But uh, regardless, you, you get that. Um, the one cool thing about the Pirate Emporium is that they tend to throw in a few free things. So if you're out there yes. and you're thinking, I don't have any money that I can really spend. It's the holiday season. I got to pick up a lot of gifts for everyone else, but I still want to get something from the Emporium. You can still get uh, a, a, a free Frozen Horizon tankard. 
and a free uh, generous gift emote. So those are two things that you can at least pick up that you can you can have some fun with um, so that you can actually get something without having to spend anything in the actual Emporium. The yeah. uh, the the old stuff that we got last year are are back. The uh, the weapon, the specially gift wrapped uh, weapons are now back. So if you guys missed out last year on uh, the the festival giving and you wanted to pick up these the weapons that were available last year, they are back. Uh, you can always pick up the weapons bundle um, at a discount if you guys. Uh, if you guys were hoping to, to pick those up, those are time limited by the way. So, and, and that's another thing too. keep an eye out for some of this stuff. Cause some of it's time limited, some of it's not. And I would expect that a lot of this stuff is probably going to go away in January, uh, probably around the 20th. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there was something specific. I think that was it as far as the Emporium goes, unless I'm missing there's, something. Well, there's, there's, frozen weapons as well. So there's not That's only it. the sort of gift wrapped weapons that we had last year that are returning, but also the frozen horizon weapons. And that set that's a bundle too. Uh, like you can actually yes. pick up the, the heart of ice bundle. So if you've been listening to this and you've been thinking like, Oh yeah, I, I want to pick up some of that stuff. If you just want to get a few of the things, um, you can actually pick up the heart of ice bundle on the Microsoft and steam store. Um, those will run you, 15 to 17 dollars uh in your in your native currency um and that you'll actually be able to pick up the uh the ice themed weapons and as well as the glacial uh curse inu and uh some gold and some some uh ancient coins uh, along with that so kind of an easy way for you guys to pick up some of the stuff if you can't just go all out and purchase everything or maybe you did purchase everything but you still want to pick up a pet and some weapons uh this is a good uh, a much cheaper way to actually pick those up as well too um other than that i think the one thing that we should touch on is probably the flares because that's that's new it's, yeah cannon flares so was it last week uh, cannon flares showed up as a mysterious icon from the actual uh, ship merchant in uh, at the at the shipping yard. You you go over there, you'd see like you know capstan wheel cannons, and then ship flare. We didn't really understand what those were uh, unless you were you in the know. But we have cannon flares now. Um, these are something that are going to be added to the uh, Pirate Emporium ship sets. If you already own a ship set for uh, a cannon flare that is coming out, so for example, uh, in the in the patch notes, it actually talks about the cutthroat cannon flare, the burden bear cannon flare. Um, those are released. Those are going to be grandfathered into the set that you purchased. So if you did have those and you were thinking, oh, great, well, they're coming out for all the different cosmetic sets in the Pirate Emporium. If you've purchased them, you're already going to get those uh, in, in your inventory. You won't have to buy those separately which i appreciate because that's you know that was a an assumed cost uh when you purchased it initially they're adding to the cost but in this instance they're not actually charging people kind of a nice good good faith measure on rare to say like hey you know we we could charge for these because they're new we're we're going to give them to the people that uh purchased early and and not have to charge them twice for the same essential cosmetic set so have you played around with these 
have. Yeah, I've been using the Frozen Horizon uh, Cannon Flare. How is it? And it's so it adds a color to when when you fire a cannon. It adds a color. Uh, normally, there would just be like a white smoke effect uh, on the blast out of your cannon, and now it adds sort of a, a blue icy effect to to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it's fine. It's not something that I was asking for necessarily, but it, it sort of adds to uh, your overall look of your ship, I suppose. I worry that these are going to be something that are fun, but hinder uh, gameplay. Because as we know, cannons are a very touchy topic when it comes to cosmetics. Um, Yes. Fluted cannons. The shape of the cannon. Yeah. Whether it's a flared cannon or. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've seen some of the effects. I'm worried that that these are going to be a little too flashy and they're going to linger too much. Um, hopefully they don't. Hopefully it's just a, an add-on, but I'm worried that they're going to linger to the point where you, you lose um, visibility when firing because you're, you, know, you got your sparkles, your sparkle cannons for your rainbow, <laughs> for your Viva Pinata set or whatever they, whatever they have. You know? And you're just like, okay, well, cool. I would love to shoot this thing. I cannot see where I'm aiming because they've moved. I've moved. We're both two moving things and there's a bunch of glitter in my face. So <laughs> ah, I, I, I have sailed and I have fought other ships. I have not had a problem with that to where it's noticeable. Right. Yeah. Like I know on some of the cannon types where they flare out at the end or the barrel of the cannon is uh, somewhat different. It can impact so like your aiming and it can impact the performance of the cannon in general at times, whether that's a bug or intended is sort of, up in the air but the the cannon flare itself i did not find that distracting and maybe it was just the one that i had uh equipped was was fine for that but uh Mm -hmm. so far so good on that front for me anyway i know it's going to differ from pirate to pirate well hopefully it doesn't impact people too much that's the concern i i think is is just the thing is is that people people have these they want to use them um it seems like people like them I, I haven't seen too much uh, out there that people are like, no, nah, I, I don't like these. I, a lot of, I think a lot of people kind of fall into your category where they're like, I didn't ask for these, but now that they're <laughs> well, here, we're, we'll take them. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of interested. So this actually was something that, so if you guys hadn't uh, seen anything come into the game that you want to spend gold on besides the, uh, the figurehead, there are a bunch of base colors for the ships um, that you can actually go over and pick up. And I, I want to say that they're about uh, 110,000 each for the colors in gold. Uh, I think you're yeah, right. I think, I, I think last I checked, they were 110,000. So not too expensive. Um, you know, probably a little bit more than your, your capstan or your cannon, you know, your normal cosmetic. Uh, but again, these are really out there as far as like do, how far do you really want to go with customizing your ship um granted it's not like the changing the lantern cosmetics on your ship because i think i would have rather have had you know different lanterns on my ship uh, uh as opposed to cannon flares but i'll take cannon flares for now as i wait for the uh the lanterns to be able to be changed um just 
just based on some of the, the lanterns that we have in the game, it's like ah, the, the tech is there. The modeling is there. Just let me swap them. I would love to just be able I, to swap them. I would like that. Yeah. I also want rowboat cosmetics. Like if yeah. I have a ship set on, just if I dock a rowboat to my ship, it changes into that right? set. Oh, God. Yeah. That's <laughs> that feels like a like a, a huge, huge swing and a miss so far. Yeah. Please. Rare. Let me let me have that. We know we know they can customize the robots because it is that way in arena. It's true. So. Yeah. And you see the robots all the time on the on the islands. They have specific cosmetics, so they can be painted. True. They just aren't at the moment. <laughs> they can be painted. But for the low, low price of seven ninety nine in the Pirate Emporium, you too can buy the the ro- <laughs> the robo cosmetic. Uh, well, I think this is another like great side effect of uh the upcoming seasons is they're gonna need co- they're gonna need options right to offer people as rewards uh as you level up in the season and so they're going to need more cosmetic types to give you and so uh, i feel like maybe then we'll see lanterns or maybe we'll see uh robot stuff like i i could definitely see that stuff being added because i'm sure it's not just you and me coming up with this i'm sure rare has had meetings where they've thought about that (laughs) yeah maybe put that down as a sort of future thing definitely yeah and I guess this is a great way to kind of take a look at the 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 plethora of cosmetics. Like if if they're giving out uh you know a, a whole bunch of different cosmetics for Twitch drops, it's kind of assumed that this is going to be how seasons are going to run. Um, we're seeing a lot yeah. of cool stuff that is coming, but it's all broken up into pieces. It would not surprise me. Similar in the same vein as as most other season passes with games that these cosmetics are going to be spread out across the 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 different levels of the season Mm -hmm. and if that's the case i'm fine with it honestly because i i look forward to leveling up my season passes and seeing when where that next unlock is and how i'm going to be able to get one piece closer to a full set and working on making sure that i get the full set so that i don't you know be that awkward joe out there who who missed day 12 of (laughs) of the Twitch drops of 30 days and, you know, miss out on, on, or the 15 days and miss out on the fact that I, I don't have uh said frozen jacket for my set. Like that would just, you know, that would kill me. But knowing if it's all in a season pass, all I have to do is just, I, I have a tangible goal. I have a tangible reason uh, that I can actually look to a quantifiable sense of, of earning loot in the game and know that i'm always going to be working towards that so i'm i'm hoping that's the case uh in this instance yeah me too um yeah there wasn't a whole lot else that i think was worth we're missing one thing we're missing the thousand day eye patch oh that's right and there's oh god there's even more than that about too um we haven't we haven't even <laughs> gone into the plunder presence uh at all either um <laughs> that's true oh my god this update is crazy okay so uh <laughs> let's dive into the thousand days eye patch which i think personally is a perfect way to approach uh respecting the people who've been around forever because we're moody bunch and new players um for for so I I have it pulled up. Did you want to? Do you have the info on this? Or? 
Did you want to tackle this? Oh, I don't. I don't. Okay, I'll, I'll tackle it. Um, so December 14th, which as of recording is technically tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, it is the 1000th day of Sea of Thieves since the launch. And to celebrate that, uh, people who sail between December 13th and December 16th will receive a 1000 days eye patch. And the way you can tell it's 1000 days is it has uh, the Roman num or the Roman numeral M, which is weird to say that it's a Roman numeral because it's a letter, but I'm going to look over that and try and understand that later when I go on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> if you are sailing during this time, if you've been sailing since day one, there are two versions of this. Uh, the first version is just the everyone version, which is uh, just a regular. It looks like the day one eye patch, but instead of a one, it has an M in red, which is kind of funny because the day one eye patch is a red one um, as opposed to the regular eye patch, which has nothing on it that looks like the same model. If you've been sailing since day one, you get a gold M. Ooh. And <laughs> I, it's, it's stupid. It's silly. I love it. I love the fact that they're doing this because I wasn't expecting a thousand day eye patch. Uh, but it, considering it's been 999 days since the day I started playing this game uh, from from the, the launch version, I I'm so proud to know that I've been able to uh, earn this without knowing that it was a thing that was going to be earned. And I'm I'm hoping that folks get a chance to to pick this up because it would really be a bummer. If you were a day one pirate, you are playing, but you, for whatever reason, are so steeped in cyberpunk that you that you didn't pull your head up to be able to look around and be like, is there anything else I should be doing right now? Yes, you need to log into the game right now if you're listening to this before the 16th and get your M pirate patch so that you can actually get this. Yeah. Um, as far as how many times in the last uh, 999 days have you worn your day one patch? I have mine equipped right now. Do you really? I wear wow. I wear it almost exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> I do not I I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've put that patch on. Oh, man. but I like I like it. I think it's a fun a fun joke and I think the the Roman numeral M is is a fun addition as well. Yeah. I I, I absolutely I don't think I'm going to wear it, but I like That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, no. I am super proud of my day one eye patch. And I absolutely love it. I, and the same thing with my launch, I have reach. Like I, there, there are three. Oh yeah, there are three cosmetics that I typically have on me all the time. I usually have uh, the Keelhaul tattoo, the original uh, tattoo set that had the the original Keelhaul logo um, on my back. I've always got my day one eye patch on, unless I'm doing something weird and I'm just you know taking it off for the sake of a of a specific sale. And I've always got the uh, spinal figurehead if I if it's my ship. <laughs> those are like the three things that I'm like I will always always lean on those. That and the uh, the launch uh, crew eye of reach. So I guess four yeah. four things that I almost always if I'm using eye of reach, it's my launch crew. I will buy everything else, but I will mm -hmm. exclusively use the launch crew. So I I love this. I think it's a it's an interesting way to uh, to go about respecting the people that haven't been around but also the people that have been around um 
Yeah. I just worry that it's one of those things. I, I would love it if they had said anyone who has the day one eye patch can earn the gold M edition because that way uh, hmm. it's, yeah. it's cause I mean, there's going to be people that picked it up, but you know, servers were pretty rough, uh, on the, on the first week. And if they're like, no, nah, I'm going to wait until things cool off. If they didn't log in and get their, their day one eye patch, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, cause it was an automatic thing back then. I don't think you had to, well, no, no, you did have to buy it. I think you had to buy it for one gold. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's touchy. That's a, a weird thing. I would love to understand. Um, they, they give a little bit of information about, uh, like if you, if you, you know, if you log in between this time and this time, uh, expect 72 hours, but I don't think, I don't think anyone's actually seen any comments that I've seen, or I haven't seen anyone comment about uh, if it's like the the first day or if it's like the first week uh, for when you when you logged in. So uh, hopefully it's it's you know hopefully it works out for a lot of people. I've I've already seen a couple of people saying that they they're going to miss out on the gold one because they weren't there, uh, which is a it's a bummer, man. It's a it's a bummer. Yeah, but. This is kind of this is kind of where it comes down to. It's like who were the diehards when this game came out, and who are still around to to earn this. Hopefully, hopefully you are. Hopefully you get this. Um, did you want to dive into the plundered treasure content? The plundered treasure content. You mean or just the, gifting other crews? Yeah, the plundered presents. I guess it'd be the the pr- Pleasant, plundered presents. Yeah, yeah. So this one is a uh, a separate event where you the goal is to give other crews treasure, and then they have to cash them in uh, for you to get credit for this one, uh, and you get. Again, various uh, pieces of gear, like uh, a spyglass and a, a tankard. Um, and also, each day, if uh, you get a crew to hand in five pieces of treasure, you get 5,000 gold. So you get a little something, too. I actually really like this, except it's really hard for me to watch people who took my treasure without me wanting to give them my treasure <laughs> and, and not go like I was sailing yesterday and we had two galleons and we got sunk by a really good crew. Both of both our ships got sunk and we had a whole bunch of treasure and everyone was pretty okay with it except me. Cause I was the one that, <laughs> that wanted to go back and get my treasure back. Everyone's like, no, 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 no. Let them take it. Let them turn it in. I'm like, I don't want them to turn it in. It's mine. And like a petulant child, I had to <laughs> I had to pout around on the top deck, watching this galleon sail over to Reaper's uh, hideout and and turn in all of the the hard work that they had put in uh, that I logged into and barely had any effort in. Um, and as they were turning it in, I was watching like getting five thousand, getting five thousand, getting five thousand, getting five thousand. I was like, <sighs> it's something. Yeah. It's something, but it still pains me to watch all that good hard treasure go to someone else. Um, but I'm that's true. You want it. You want it to be purposeful when when it's happening and not uh, something that was stolen from you. Yeah, 
it want to have given the crew yes that it's this it's the <laughs> sense of agency in it like when something's <laughs> taken right. away you never feel good about it but when something's given away you actually feel good about it so yeah i'm i'm glad that they're that you know if you do get sunk and you lose out because this was always the biggest issue with Sea of Thieves. Uh, well, not the biggest issue. There's plenty of issues with Sea of Thieves that people have had over the years. But one of the problems is that you could be out there sailing for a couple hours, have a bunch of wealth, get crackened and lose it all or have a good crew sail up on you or you could sink and lose everything. And there was nothing you could do about it. You just had to suck it up and recognize that you just weren't going to get any treasure this session. And this is the first time that I think it's like, ah, you know, we lost. Uh, you hate to see it, but at least you're getting, you know, what is it? 15? <laughs> Something for Yeah, you're getting 25,000 gold out of that, if I'm doing the math right. Because I think it's the first five treasures at 5,000, so it's 25,000 that you'll get. So you get something. And, and it works towards the actual events tab. So the plunder presence is actually an event. So this is this is kind of replacing the the gifts event that we talked about last year where you just go dig up a bunch yeah. of presents and then hope to god that you found a certain crew that would go <sighs> turn them in or you had to go dump them off on a on the table over at uh reaper's hideout and hope that somebody visited there if you were on the server still and you just like you, you didn't want to spook them they were going over the reaper's hideout and you're like all right don't move they may actually go turn in our gifts and you just sit there and we wait. put the gifts on the table or right in front of the person. Will they do it? Yeah. And this is a much better way. Being able to turn in any piece of treasure is so much nicer. 50 is the mark that you have to hit, which is easy. But there are milestones as well. The first milestone is at five, second is at 25, and then 50. So these are easier to hit, but at least you also get something while you're on the way to 50. Which I think is that's a great design. That is a, a, yes. a great way to incentivize people to be okay with, you know, it, it, so if you, if you're, if you're out there and you have uh, someone that you meet, you can still turn in a lot of your treasure, but you can also leave a few pieces behind before you log out and hope that someone, you know, shows up there and turns it in. Or, you know, just as you're going in, um, if you see a crew. And you want to get a, a few pieces worked on as you're sailing by, grab a piece of uh, loot, swim over, drop it off on their ship, and then just go back, grab a mermaid, and you're, and you're good. And you'll slowly kind of work up to those milestones and, and hit them, and you feel good, like, oh, sweet. You know, today I, I dropped off a few pieces of treasure, like a good old Santa Claus, and, and I got a tankard out of it, or, you know, all the, all yeah. the gold hoarder stuff. Um, much, much better way. And I'm glad that there's a cap to it so that folks feel like there's a feasible end. Because uh, I'm pretty sure between now and the 20th of January, you're going you're gonna to be able oh, to... Oh, this one ends before the 20th of January. Oh, okay. So this one only has about 16 days remaining when this podcast comes out. So this is why I have you on. Yeah. Till the end of December. Okay. So <laughs> end of December, you got to dig up 50 pieces of treasure and give them to someone and have them turn it in. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, yesterday I was sailing with Space Admiral Oars, and uh, we found a, a crew who was actually a Order of Souls emissary. We were Order of Souls emissary. Um, we allied with them at an outpost, and we got them to turn in the loot that we had. And while they were turning in their uh, their own stuff, which included skulls, we got ended up getting 
uh, Alliance credit for that, as well as Emissary credit for it. So we ended up getting a lot of uh, gold just off of that, including like the 5,000 that you get for each five gifts that the other crew turns in. So it was, uh, it was really good. That's awesome. See, and that's, yeah. that's what I like about this game. This is, this is the part of the game that really, like, it changes how you think about what, what you expect in most games. Like, you never know what's going to happen on Sea of Thieves. And hearing stories like this or hearing stories from other people, it's so cool just to think, like, anything, anything can happen at any <laughs> given time. And it doesn't, there's no rhyme or reason to it at all. You know, sometimes you can understand the motivations of someone um but for all intents purposes like this game is available to play however you want and there's just something really kind of like relieving about that you know you don't you're not working on a raid you're not trying to get the highest kda uh you're not trying to to find the best uh spot to hide in a corner and with a, a, a barricade shield and a shotgun or something you know it's like it's it's great to see just the different things that can happen around in here. Um, I, I'm thinking that covers, I feel like that covers a majority of the stuff. We, we haven't really touched on the uh, Grog Mini. I have no clue. Right. Minet. I'm going to dig into that, um, I think, for next episode. I think I'm going to actually do some research uh, once, I'm, once I've got the initial C Cyberpunk podcast out of the way and actually uh, figure out what's going on with that and figure out... Um, how people can earn credit for whatever that's going to be and have something to talk about next week. But um, was there anything that you can think of that you wanted to dive into that you, that you were really happy with this event or I I guess overall, is there anything that you wanted to touch on just as a, as feedback for this event? I mean, I think it's a great event. They added so many things to do. Uh, I kind of see it as a preview. I hope it's a preview of what to expect during seasons when those are uh, revealed and uh, in terms of amount of content and the things that you do on the seas. You know, a lot of these 12 deeds are things that you can just do. You would do maybe in the normal course of things, or you can set out directly with the intention of doing them. And I think, you know, that flexibility is important to see a thieves that nothing feels completely like a checklist which some events in the past have felt like um you can sort of approach this any way that you want and i really appreciate and like that you know as i was saying we allied with an order of souls boat yesterday when playing and then after that we were just chatting in uh in game chat and there was a galleon that had sunk this crew before that had stolen a fort from them. So we actually like took our sloop and their brig and uh, got revenge for them. Nice. (laughs) Against this galleon. And then we had the, we had all the treasure from the galleon on our ship, but we were like, Oh guys, like you can, you can cash this in. Like we don't need any of it. And we ended up getting credit for the plundered presence (laughs) off of that as well. So (laughs) it's, (laughs) Oh, that's funny. uh, that's great. It's just great. I think it is exactly that kind of um, experience that Rare has wanted to encourage for so long. I think this is the first event in a little while that has really, truly uh, gotten that goal achieved. Yeah, it feels this feels like a much better way of going about content than it's. Yeah, uh, overall, I would say this kind of 
it, it it's enough content to feel like one of the big patch drops that we used to get like when there was a huge event and there was a ton of new content to check out with like the forsaken shores or uh the curse sales and this gives us still some of the stuff to work towards each month um or, or at least is unlocked throughout a month so that it doesn't feel like a huge thing that you have to knock off in the first week before everyone does it and then drops off um keeping content yep. staggered throughout the month ensures that folks will who, who are dedicated will continue to come back and work towards different things and catch up on stuff that they miss so you don't feel you don't feel like you're punished for not being there every single day you can totally knock out three or four of these day day uh events in one day after a bunch of them have unlocked and mm -hmm. that's kind of, that's the kind of catch-up mechanic that i think people want to see with sea of thieves they don't want to feel like they're pressured to log in every single day and knock out each thing each day i think everyone is okay jumping in on the weekend when you have more time to sail and knock out a few of these and kind of save up save up some of the other stuff for later and then kind of work on it little by little so really happy with this event i agree 100 percent. if this is how they go about with seasons um and the, and the cosmetics look good and there's something that's a draw i could totally see wanting to put the money down and and work towards a, a season pass in in sea of thieves if this is how they if if this is how they're going to roll out content i just i really hope that they spend some more time on this events page um still feels really rough uh trying to navigate through some of that stuff and it's a little more a little more kind of easier to navigate now that you're kind of familiar with it but I, I feel like there could be some refinement with how it, how it looks. Yeah. If I was a new player, I would be so lost in all this stuff. Yeah. Even uh, the last update, when they first uh, introduced this, it was hard for me to keep everything straight. And in fact, first jumping on the seas with the 12 deeds of giving event, I wasn't even looking at the lock on the illustration for some of these so i thought we could do some of these now like i didn't i hadn't realized that they were <laughs> opening up uh day by day so that kind of screwed up a little bit of our first voyage on the seas uh because i thought more were open than actually were yeah so we had some false starts and then i didn't read the description <laughs> of all of them so like we shot cursed cannonballs at a skeleton ship without the reaper mark up which didn't count for the, uh, the 11 cannons cursing, uh, yeah. Objective. So yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta make sure you read them and you gotta make sure you're doing the right ones. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in little caveats, like shooting 11 cursed cannonballs, that's easy enough to, to, to grasp, but trying to remember that you have to have your reapers mark up, especially sometimes when the flags get bugged out. And you know yeah. they don't always look like they're up, even though they are technically up, can definitely cause some issues for folks. Because uh, we, you know, you you may be shooting green ones and have the flag up, but the flag may not be flying, and you may be thinking that the flag is glitched instead of which cursed cannonballs work or which cursed cannonballs don't. Does does uh. do skeleton captains have to have captain in the name of them? Like do do skeleton ships work there's a lot of dialogue or a lot of caveats 
in in like what works and what doesn't work. So I, I still encourage people to go out there, do some CS science, uh, try to pay attention to when things register and when don't, and what are the conditions under it to try and understand better how some of these things work so that more and more people can get informed by this and use resources outside of Sea of Thieves if you have to. Rare Thief, uh, YouTube, myself, streamers, anecdotal evidence can help, but you know, make sure that you're testing out there on your own because you know, a- as much as we love this event, um, it, it, you kind of have to play around with some of the things and you have to talk to people and you have to figure out like, okay, well, what counts, what doesn't count, what were the things that helped contribute to that? Um, but yeah, outside of that, man, you know, we didn't even talk about gilded voyages. Oh, shoot. Which, yeah. <laughs> um, again, people are doing this and I almost did this where you think you can buy all of the gilded voyages from Lorena, but you can only get one and you only have one. Yep. Gilded. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I don't think people people I don't think that was really communicated anywhere that I saw. Yeah, so Gilded Voyages. Um, if you're new to the game, this may be kind of a question mark for you. Uh, Gilded Voyages are something that they introduced into the game in year one uh, for the holiday season. It was their first holiday event, actually, and it essentially was uh, a really really good voyage that was short. So if you did uh the order of souls one it would send you to like two islands it was typically lone cove and cannon cove and you would have two four or two voyages four captains each and each uh each group of captains would spawn with a bunch of skeletons but most of those skeletons were all powder keg skeletons so as long as you shot one of the skeletons you would immediately blow up the entire group and a whole bunch of skulls would be on the ground and it was a great way to get like 40 skulls. Um, and that was, uh, or actually, yeah, I guess it was more than two voyages, but same thing with, uh, Athena's void or Athena's fortune. Uh, you would go out and you would dig up a bunch of Athena's quests or a, a bunch of, um, uh, digs and you'd get like three Athena's chests after you did, uh, like two or three X marks the spot maps. And it was amazing. It was, it was awesome. And, the, the problem with it was that you could only get one per pirate. So if you, yep. if you had one pirate, you would get one voyage. And nowhere did it ever tell anyone you can only pick up one gilded voyage. And once you pick up that one, all the others become locked out. So, yep. I... And it's unlike any voyage type in the game. So. Yeah, it's the only... It, <laughs> it probably should have come up with a better way to communicate that or uh something yeah for new players because yeah. it's very confusing because it acts like no other voyage in the game does and it's only available three times in the last three years this is only the third time it's ever yeah. been available so um i i know some people out there will will have like a second account and they'll make a pirate they'll grab a voyage they'll drop the voyage on a table delete the pirate and then create a new one uh, and then, you know, get gilded voyages. It's a, it's a way that people have been farming loot for a long time. Um, if you have looked at the pirate legend, uh, commendations, there's out there, there's some out there for like turning in, uh, 500 cargo crates. And that is a, that is a, a hefty task. But if you do, you know, gilded voyage, that will definitely help out for that as well too. So choose wisely. Um, 
pick something that it, you know you decide to work on and the the nice thing about the guild of voyages is that they don't go away uh you you can hang on to them for an entire year until the next gilded voyage is offered and then once that's done you can pick up the new one and and go about your your business um but for the first couple of weeks i would definitely say hang on to them uh, especially if you pick up the pirate legend one because there are streamers out there who are just hunting for people working on those right now and seems yep. seems like a good time to use it hold on to it wait for a time when it's in a lull in content where people aren't out there hunting for these specifically looking for the <laughs> islands that they know they're going to be on CJ, was there anything else that you wanted to to touch on? Do you, do you feel like we adequately touched on just about everything? Yeah, I think we hit on everything. Okay. With this update, it's a beefy update. It really is, <laughs> yeah. And and this is just the the start of it. Like this is just us leaning into what is hopefully going to be an amazing start of 2021 with the seasons in January and I'm looking forward to it, man. It's it's going to be a good time. Me too. It feels like such a weird year, and we've gotten a lot of really cool stuff this year. Um, but this just it, it this feels like a positive move in the way that I think Sea of Thieves is going to sustain itself, the way so many other games as a service operate. And I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that it feels like they've kind of found their groove. And at this point, it just comes down to cadence. If they can create content each month that is compelling for the the span of a three month time frame uh so they have that kind of buffer for when they have to get new content out yeah i mean i think we're seeing sort of uh a month where there's a lot of great content there's the 12 deeds of giving then there's grogmane and the plundered presence um if they can stretch that kind of variety into an entire season of Sea of Thieves, if that's what the three month period of a season is going to be, fantastic. Like if there's reasons to come back every day or every couple of weeks, there's going to be something new. That's awesome. Like I, I really hope that that's the case. So uh, I'm ready for it. Bring on 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well done, Rare. I really, really think you guys knocked it out of the park with this one. It feels like a weird thing to say considering. We've had really cool events this year, but um, yeah, go with this. I feel really confident that this is a positive way to approach content and not feel punished for skipping a few days uh, for Cyberpunk or for being able to save up my my time for like a weekend when I can really dive into it with a couple crews uh, and you know have a good four or five hour voyage uh, on the weekend or something like that. So. Um, I think that's going to do it. CJ, you're pretty much known just about everywhere for anyone that's over like 22. But if folks that are under 22 or maybe just folks that are just getting into gaming and they're in their 50s and they're thinking, man, Atari was cool. I wonder what's going on. Where can I find out more information about these video video games that that people seem to be talking about with their Fortnites and their Animal Crossings and stuff? Um Please do me the honor of of, Wait, of plugging yourself. You calling me an oldster? I am. I am calling us an oldster. We are of the. <laughs> we are both. We oldsters. are both oldsters. Um, any <laughs> I, anyone that has grown up 
with a with a two button controller in their hand, I feel like is a is a an oldster at this point. It wasn't. That's probably true. Not until the '90s that people were playing with three buttons. Freak, yeah, freaks. <laughs> Get out of here with your three buttons, uh, CJ. Please do me the honor. I, I, if folks want to get to know you, if they want to hear more of your thoughts, if they want to hear more oldsters talk about games and, and games media, um, where can they get your sure. content? Well, I'm on Twitter as Superpack. That's S U P E R P A C. Uh, I also tweet about CJ. The- <laughs> I also tweet. Did I say? Did I mention I'm old? <laughs> Also, tweet about Sea of Thieves on a different account because I wouldn't want to have people ignore me for (laughs) tweeting so much about Sea of Thieves. But I have another Twitter account, Siege of Thieves, that's C-E-E-J of Thieves, uh, where I post screenshots and little video clips from voyages and such. uh, So you can follow that as well. I also host a podcast every week about games called the Player One Podcast with some of my friends and they're also ex-gaming journalists as I am uh, as well and that's at playeronepodcast.com that's where you can find that it's great content i love listening to your guys's podcast it's it's next to my my normal morning routine of like listening to my podcast and thinking my god how do people actually like this this is so horrible and then i listen to your podcast and i'm like oh that's what I should be doing. I need to get more people on. I need to be talking about games that I grew up with and just give up this whole Sea of Thieves f- fanatic kind of mentality. No, no, no. <laughs> I need something to listen to that's just about Sea of Thieves. So you, Captain Logan, need to continue making this podcast. So I have something to listen we're to. Feeding, we're feeding our own issues. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Uh, that's right well that that works out <laughs> i guess in in the long run that works out so um cj thank you for for joining me i'm so glad that you were able to to jump on and help me out on a week where i did not anticipate such an awesome drop for sea of thieves on the same friggin' day that cyberpunk hit where i was going to have to yeah. do so much work for for two podcasts um but it's your your help has been so so welcome and uh i can't wait to to have you back on the show uh in in future episodes when we can get a chance to talk more about other things in the gaming industry as well because i i I keep wanting to talk to you about all the game awards stuff as as well as cyberpunk and all this other junk Mm. well thank you for having me i appreciate having a place to talk about sea of thieves since i really don't talk about it very much on my own podcast so thank you so much for having my pleasure and Pirates, that's going to do it. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of uh, CJ or myself, uh, check the show notes. I will have links to all of his content and mine as well. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. at robotsradio.net.
Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean? to have a voice. And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam? You can't use those words! He's going to grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw... Hulk Cthulhu. Told you I had it. Oh, all got the creeps going. I love it <laughs> so much. Right Screechy child. <laughs> my favourite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good. Good. Better. But maybe you might be able to give me a counter-off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to Cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose.